Welcome, everybody, to Uncle to Uncle, the first podcast to take place in a king-sized bed right here on the Brett Michaels Rock of Love tour bus. We're coming from you from the beautiful toll plaza of, this looks like, it looks like we're entering Panama City Beach yet again. Wow, Brett loves it here. Maybe he'll find the love of his life. But as always, I'm joined by the coolest uncle of my world. Uncle Howard. Guess who's back on the motherfucking cast with a cold beer for Franklin's pale ass. Hey, everybody. Oakland Athletics Baseball. Stand up, Oakland. Woo! Franklin, I've been partying all day long, baby. Baby. Baby, baby. Hey, baby, baby. I'm looking at Amy Grant out there because all I'm seeing are a bunch of little babies. I must be in the OBGYN ward, all these newborn babies, because I love all my little babies out there. Baseball! Yobgen. Pardon me? OBGYN. Oh, yeah. Obgyn. That's a That's a Lattle and Fringa's friend. I believe so. Uh Wow. So you you have A's fever. Are they in the, the second round or something? Or yeah. what I don't keep up. Well, They're my little, team though. Yeah, of course. Of course. They are my team. I don't I don't I don't rep the Marlins anymore. They um the, the season was a little weirdified, so they are going to be playing um um for the chance to it's basically the semis, I guess. Mm-hmm. Of uh, mm-hmm. but it's the semis of their division and then their division you know, whoever wins the division goes on to the biggest show of all, WrestleMania. <laughs> I got to set my anytime I'm watching Katie Siegel on my TV. Hey, as long as I'm watching TV, I'm happy. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I wish I could say the same about the Miami Heat. They, they oh. ran into some tough luck here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bam Adebayo was caught in compromise to a temporary end here. Uh you know why? By the, the coward, Dwight Howard. Cool. He was caught in compromise by the coward, Dwight Howard. And I, I, I really got nothing. You know, I'm at a loss here. The Miami Heat did win the Eastern Conference Championship. Nobody expected them to. That is, you know, not the end game, but it might be what I have to celebrate. I was hoping I was not going to buy a conference finals T-shirt. Um, conference championship T-shirt, Eastern Conference Championship T-shirt. Uh, in hopes to buy the big one, but no, I think I might have to. I, that might be the only one I can buy now. You know, hey brother, don't you remember the words of Alice in Chains? They no. said, "In the deepest hole, you'd be well advised not to plan my funeral before the body dies." If Bam out of bio is not playing, I will plan the Miami Heat's funeral. That's neither here nor there, though. Everybody, this is not a sports talk. We don't got a Mike the RA from Saved by the Bell. Uh, the college wrong, years. wrong, <laughs> wrong. <laughs> the, the, the the still alive Bob Golic. Oh man, my RA from college. <laughs> you know, he only played. He played fourteen seasons. So after an hey, what, what a coward. <laughs> 
Only one year after. I've been working more than 14 seasons. I've worked more than 14 years. Where's my big role? <laughs> That's right. I don't know what to tell you. You know, uh, Mike Golick is his brother. Then there's a Mike Golick Jr., but they all look identical. They're all a bunch of meatheads. A bunch of just, just thick-necked <laughs> bozos. This is the most... Bob Golic centric podcast out there. That that's yeah. Give me another more Bob Golic centric podcast. Matt Pinfield, Bob Golic. If you're somehow imported in 1992, Joe Torres. Joe Torres. If you're somehow imported in 1992, the uncles are going to talk about you, man. Yeah, right, listen up, Sponge. Listen up, Donkey <laughs> Lips. <laughs> God, man, name a new actor. Any uh, um, let me see. That Woody Harrelson kid's pretty funny. <laughs> he's, he's a goofball. He's a Sam Malone mm-hmm. should fire him. Yeah. Take it seriously, kid. Take it seriously, yeah. Yeah, poor Sam Malone. His only co-workers were Carlo, who was mean. Coach, he was an idiot. Woody, he was an idiot. And Carlo is just a fucking... Yeah, I said she's mean. She's Yeah, she just... She's uh, mean. Uh, woman i can name an actor Old like a woman. like a like a current actor yeah miles teller who <laughs> he's in the war dogs oh <laughs> in the fantastic four movie nobody liked the fantastic four dogs <laughs> the fant- <laughs> my my uh when my dad went to cuba uh that was one of the three movies he had uh available to watch uh, was War Dogs. So he saw it. He saw War Dogs like nine times in his two weeks there. Oh, I man. mean, why would you want to do anything but watch War Dogs? <laughs> you got me. Oh, Dan Blazarian's in that. Ugh, that's bad. That is. Oh, bad. that guy's cool, man. He saved the day uh, in Vegas. I still, I still don't know where like the most racist people get off thinking they're like. I still don't know what happened there. I doubt he saved the day. I don't. I don't. I'm not a big news guy. He did uh, a video of it. <laughs> well, that's all he, he did. Uh, he runs up to a cop and he says like, "Hey, give me your gun. I can shoot back." And the cops just like, "Who the fuck are you?" Fucker. I have a million YouTube subscribers. He's like, "Look at me. I'm alpha." <laughs> Uh, you know, he's not even that big of an icon. You know, he's a bigger YouTube icon. The guy who goes on the airplane. Let me shake your hand. I want to shake his hand. <laughs> oh, racist old white guy. You never seen that one? Yeah. And he just wants to shake a hand. Sure. Sure. Well, I'm more about shaking your tail feather, baby, because I'm a number one Nelly fan. I've been Nelly yeah. fighting. My favorite part of that song is when he goes, I'm starving like Marvin, girl. <laughs> Uh, and shake your tail feather in the Bad Boys Two soundtrack. Yeah. yeah, Nelly, Diddy, and Murphy Lee. Mm, those are some bad boys. Yeah, how you like that? Uh, I, I like it quite That's a bit. One of my favorite songs. So let me see. There are some lyrics from Nelly. I want. So yeah, I'm going down, down, baby. You're. St- I'm going down, down, baby. Your street in a Range Rover, street sweeper, baby, cock ready to let it go. Man, he's a nice. Yeah. I love Nelly. Why isn't he still a thing now, though? <clears throat> I think he's gotten in some troubles. Oh, did he? Oh, boy. Am I vouching for somebody I shouldn't vouch for? I, I don't know about that. I just know that, uh, uh, you know, I think he just derailed his own career. Let's mm. see if he did anything 
bad. We're gonna. Well, we're not gonna, gonna be, search. For, oh, he's on Dancing with the we're Stars. He's see. fine. He's on Dancing with the Stars. He's good. And no one who was on Dancing with the Stars could be an evil man. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> oh, he's got uh, a arrest for being very bad. So, oh, oh, does he? And then we don't. Yeah. Uh, let me see. We did not. Because the girl declined to cooperate. But Nelly. then he was accused again. So where there's smoke, my friend, there might just be a little bit of fire. We only like we only like cool crimes like shoplifting. Uh, Nelly. Nelly, you you know you're canceled. Nelly, you're no Miguel Nunez Jr. You're no Miguel Nunez Jr. Man, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You don't get two likes per Twitter tweet, Nelly. No, you don't get a guaranteed retweet <laughs> for, from either me, Uncle Howard, or Numb Nuts. Yeah, that's a Three Musketeers if ever I've heard of one. <laughs> man, after the bait, Miguel Nunez Jr. posted uh, the star of Joanna Man for those people that don't know, and uh, yeah. and co-starred of Joey on uh, NBC mm-hmm. and Kicking It Old School, the Jamie Kennedy film. Yeah, and he was a Green Ranger before the Power Rangers were called Power Rangers. That's true. So before uh, Saban, before Tommy, before Tommy, man. That should do a uh, Lincoln Park should do a video for Miguel Nunez. Oh, man, let's get <laughs> that. Sure. Everyone out, out there listening, if you're listening, tweet at Lincoln Park. Let's make a video for Miguel A. Nunez as Green Ranger. Well, I don't think they're doing their own video editing. I mean, you could <laughs> You so easy do it. You so easily do it. Just gonna waste their own time doing some stupid stuff. That's gotta be Lincoln Park getting their name. Out there. <laughs> yeah, sure. All right. Well, like, why? Why would I do it? Do I have anything to gain from that? If I don't make me money, it don't make no sense, brother. You can get some likes. Yeah. What? What are those likes by me? <laughs> That's a great question. That is a great question. You know, so- it's haters that make you famous. Yeah, you know, what are these likes good for at the end of the day? Yeah. You know, I. Likes. I what are they good for? <laughs> Absolutely nothing. You know, you get all these likes. At least I do. You seem to do all right. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry, You're but right. it's true. The man is you know a bona fide what? scrub. He can't get any likes. I'm sorry, but it's true. The Stephen A. Smith yeah. monologue, the famous <laughs> one. Look it up. It's a famous monologue. Look it up. Okay? Okay. <laughs> okay. So anyway, somebody somebody did a TikTok. So it's even a famous TikTok now. TikTok, doing your stop. Okay. Anyways, we have traditions here on the king size bed, don't we? You know it, my brother. We love to watch fine cinema before we go to bed, don't we? We love it. We consume it. We just love the movies, right? Oh, I mean, the history of movies, when you think about from the first one with the train tunnel mm-hmm. all the way to now with the most recent movie to ever come out, Avengers Endgame. <laughs> no, the, the last movie in theaters was Bloodshot or something that made the uh, was it? Or Birds of Prey, maybe. Oh, that Birds was, of Prey was like a was couple really months. Ex- that was a really exciting time because... Um, you know, I knew that everything was coming shutting down, but I was also getting way more into going to movies again. It was the first time I ever went to a movie where they brought you French fries at your seat. Mm, you know, and I Don hate that. Buzz wanted me to be on his podcast about where Ben Affleck's a drunk, and I was so excited. I was like, "Oh, I'm going to take a me day. I'm going to go to the movie theater, eat these French fries, have a cold beer, brother." 
Nice. Guess what happened? What happened? The li- loony liberals. They shut, shut it down. Yeah, they 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 said, you know what? This is the way to make Antifa anti Antifer the president. <laughs> so wait, you were really planning to go into movie theaters right before all this happened? You never told me. Yeah, no, I um, it, I wanted to go. It was my birthday. It was in the month of March, and mm-hmm. I was going to go out of town with my handler. And I thought I'm going to take work off that day. My handler wow. work a, a, you know a half day, and then we're going to go out of town. And um, and so I took the day off, and then they just basically said everything's closed forever. Yeah. Well, now some things are open, and it's still and it scares me, and it's dangerous, and I don't like I it. Will- Never go to see a movie again. That is just a bad idea. That yeah. is just a you bad fucking idea. I don't care how cured they get this damn virus. I'm never not wearing a mask again. I would wear a mask a shit ton, man. Yeah, like yeah, I like I, it. I like, the, I like the mask. That looks like Hayabusa. It's awesome. Yeah. Oh, you're popping a cold one. I, hey. By the way, I'm. Yeah. I, I loved your appearance on Virtual Pros. So if you're a wrestling oh. fan, listen to Uncle Howard on Virtual Pros. It's very funny. I would have, if I was Mike, I would have choked you the moment I heard you ruffling through a fucking bag of chips or something. I would have killed oh, you if you did that. I to didn't me. know what I was doing. I, don't I think am I was. audibly I sensitive. I was, I was, I'm sorry, man. I was just fidgeting around. I didn't notice that I was. I understand it. I, I play with my phone. I play with anything that's in front of me sometimes here. I don't have chips. I don't know what I have. Okay, but I'm not trying. I'm, I'm really trying here. I would have Boy, killed let's you. Get this out in the open. I would have killed you. It, I mean, good God, good God. I'm sorry. I didn't even know. I didn't even know. Now I got to issue a public apology. Apparently, you got to apologize to Brian Christopher. You, you got to apologize to a few people for that. He's a doofus-looking guy, man. <laughs> but he's but he's not here anymore. Well, you know what? Then I'm glad he doesn't have to hear me say he's a doofus-looking guy. Uh, that's sensitive of you. I'll give you that. Yeah, that's the polite thing to do, I think. You know, it was a, another last movie, like a boss. And and uh, people, I remember one of the direct things people said is, nobody's going to remember this movie even happened. And now you remember it happened because like a boss, Birds of Prey uh, are, are some of the movies that made the 2020 cut. Okay, like a boss, a movie has to be on a big screen. So... Ergo, like a boss, should be up for an Oscar. Ergo, great movie, Ben Affleck. <laughs> That's a joke they haven't heard before on this show, I bet. No. It's <laughs> a good joke. Lady so, Godavas. So wait, what movies can we actually give an Oscar to if only the theater? I don't count post-pandemic. because I don't count no. now. I don't count Tenet. What Tenet's doing is irresponsible. What Tenet's doing yeah. is irresponsible. And, and I'm sure I know a lot of nerds are happy. You know, people go to bat for their director. Like, I'm perplexed by it. Like, what do you have to gain? You seen this? People going to bat what? for the director of Tenet. Like, it's a great, like, people who haven't seen it. Well, you know what? I've always had my feelings very clear about this film Twitter contingent that I see yeah. open up. I think they're some of the most psycho, crazy fools that have ever existed. You know, so right now, the only movies that can be up for an Oscar are Bad Boys for Life, January 17th release. Uh, let me see. Uh, 
movies in February. What else is there here? Portrait of a Lady on Fire. So, Fantasy Island. Uh, oh, and not classic. Not the plain one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, now that's a good reference. Now that's a topical. Yeah. I grill you and then I go the plain. That, that's been using current sitcoms too, though. Or sure, yeah. current dish. It always gets a big laugh from the. It's a big laugh, list. yeah. <laughs> so, really, only Sonic, Birds of Play, Fantasy Island, and Like a Boss uh, should be up for any awards this year. Dude, and Bloodshot. What about. No, other no, stuff. Down, okay, okay, look. Downhill by, with Will Ferrell. What's that? What about like Jexy or Stuber? In 2020, released in 2020. Do you think Stuber yeah. was really released in 2020? Is your fucking? I don't know. It's a. It's, it was. Let's see. Stuber was released. I saw it in theaters, July 2019. <sighs> it's hard to know what's happening anymore. Mm, yeah, I don't know what to I tell you. Okay. I think that's okay for me to believe. Stuber got some money though, man. Box office thirty-two million, budget sixteen. Oh yeah, hey, here's a modern actor. I know Big Dave Bautista. No, you know the wrestler. You don't know the actor. Oh, I do too. When he's a wrestler, it's just named Dave Bautista. Yeah, they take out the U to make him less ethnic. Do you believe that? That's pathetic. That's fucking weak. Yeah, that... everyone knows it's Bautista. Oh. Playing is playing with fire. Oh no, the DVD was released, and, and it, that's supposed to be one of the worst movies. The Johnny Leguizamo, uh, hey. John Cena film. The, oh, yeah, the firefighters. I love John Leguizamo, and they had Key from Key and Peel as well. Yeah, he's he's out of hell. I, you know what? Fuck, fuck Jordan, man. <laughs> you're you're here. Come more behind like that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, well, I'm famous now. I'll see you later. You're you're a Keegan Michael Key you're, guy, you're huh? Predators <laughs> and friends from college. Yeah. Oh man, what a what a jerk. <laughs> man, yeah. Well, everybody loves all these Jordan Peele films, but yeah. this guy's been he's been in Why Him. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty yeah. good, man. I mean, listen, there's no question Keegan Michael Keyes had a better career than I have. Storks. But, but Jordan, oh, say no more. Say no, I'm, not, I'm done. Jordan Peele, you know, he's getting all these accolades. But you know who took him straight to the top? Who? You know who? KMK, baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. You can make that argument. Yeah, you know, say, they're trying to make him a Janetti. Not JP. Yeah, they, oh, man, Jordan Peele just kicked him. Right through that barbershop window, brother. <laughs> They're trying to make him a Janetti, you know. What's Mari Janetti been up to? He hasn't he hasn't said anything bad in a month. He should be he should be credited for that. He should be given a, a, a blue ribbon award for not saying anything racist in a month, Marty. Where do you think Marty Janetti is right now? Oh man, okay. Marty Janetti is currently, and this is no exaggeration, he's got a double XLT. No, no underpants whatsoever. He, he's definitely not abiding by any by any like norms or anything, even around his own, you know, in his house. He's got an, a double XLT, maybe triple XL, so you can justify the no underpants. Definitely drinking a cold one. His table has 
his dining room table or whatever, or I don't know, a night table, whatever's near him, whatever's nearest him has lotto tickets. Um, gosh, hungry man TV dinners. And that's, I think it's in his Atlanta home. Oh, there's Columbus, Georgia home. I so he's done well. I think he's crouching behind a, uh, pay less. He's crouching behind, a, uh, Dennis, uh, Dennis, uh, I don't think he's a listener, or he's listened to some of our episodes, but I don't know if he's inactive. I don't blame him. Uh, he said he smelled like shit. So <sighs> I have to believe Dennis because he's a friend of mine. He said Marty smelled like shit when <laughs> he saw him. That's cool. So he's that definitely cool. not dating. Yeah, yeah. Hey, he might be Mr. Brown. He might be Mr. Brown. <laughs> Holy shit! He might, we might have. I mean, we might have a Mr. That's Brown. If anybody's uh, sinister enough to shit in another man's pants as a joke, it's Marty Frederick Janetti. Absolutely. Remember when I mentioned we had traditions? Mm-hmm. So we do have traditions here in the king size bed, and we like to watch some fine cinema. And uh, yeah. Bugman turned me on to this one. He took a photo today of a digital video disc of a movie starring Alexis Bledel and uh, Jay Barichol. Uh, Canada's favorite son, uh, second to Taylor Carver. Uh, it's called I'm Reed Fish. Now, I, yeah. I see these kind of movies. You have a comment? No, go ahead. No, please. Uh, I see these movies, and off the bat, I have to have a perception here. I, I'm thinking he's stopping the wedding of a high school sweetheart based on that photo uh, that they're using in a DVD. Um, I did a little homework on this one. Uh, they promoted their movie... On MySpace Film, MySpace Film had a section for Omreed Fish. Okay. So this is, might be one of the last movies promoted heavily on MySpace. And I mean, I have to say, this movie looks terrible. This movie, with I, I'm going to watch it out of respect because I think all movies deserve a chance, but it looks bad. I don't, I don't get it. I, I don't get it what it's trying to be. It seems like it's trying to be quirky. I don't know. It's, it has Chris Parnell, but he's serious in this. He's not a he's not Dr. Leo Spachemin. Oh. So, no, it, it's it's Maybe puzzling. Well, they should have held off filming for another day. Let that guy be funny. I know. Apparently, yeah. They, this movie is perplexing. It has DJ Quails. It has uh Katie Siegel, you know. And may I say, you brought this up before we were recording. Alexis Bledel, this is unfortunate because, you know, people like Gilmore Girls. I never got it, but I could understand that there was an appeal for that. And uh, it wasn't sure. my thing, but I could I can tell that this was this could appeal to somebody and that and there's and there's definitely an audience for it. Uh, I'm Reed Fish. I don't know who the audience is for. I mean, these are I, I don't know how white you have to be to enjoy. I am Reed Fish. But uh, Alexis Bledel, they tried. It seemed like they were trying to propel her to be a star, like you know, the studios, and it just didn't work for her. She's the Len Bias, as you said. She's the Len Bias of stars. Yeah. She's the Len, yeah. Len Bias of of. of she was given every chance, and she just couldn't. She just couldn't keep couldn't, her nose clean. She couldn't get that brass ring. <laughs> no, well, well, she got she got a set of keys. No, I'm not implying she did. I'm sure she does not do drugs. Alexis Bledel sure does not do drugs. I'm sure she would never go 
the slopes this winter. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not saying she's a Len bias because she doesn't because she does drugs. I'm saying she's Len bias because she never got to be in the big stage. Yeah, she never got no. to strut her stuff. No, no. But Gilmore Girls is still. I mean, that's that's still a feat. Hey, you know. Better. You know what? I was never on Gilmore Girls. No, I was on Sons of Tucson. Yeah, but you know what? I, I was on Sons of Anarchy. <laughs> She was in the Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants, so I, I do. I might have to take that back a little bit. She did do like an esteemed, a hit movie. Well, she's in The Handmaid's Tale, which I believe people enjoy. Okay, okay. So that's so. There's she some transition to the relatively loser uh, media of TV instead of the winners of movies. But yeah, still, if you're not on the big screen, she's a winner of the losers. Mm-hmm. I, I remember when TV used to be for the losers and movies were for the winners. Yeah, and now and now they're trying to blur the lines here. That's not fair. You know, speaking of blurred lines, one of my favorite songs. <laughs> it, sometimes, Franklin, I look outside and I say, "Hey, you know, movies, TV. It's also I can't tell the difference, but it all looks a lot like idiocracy to me." Mm. Sure, 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 sure. Nonetheless, what uh, what movie did you pick here? Because I don't, I, I, I guess I'm gonna see this, but it does not look funny, man. Well, I picked a pretty funny one. <laughs> oh, okay. Now I need to laugh. That's good. Now, what is one of your favorite things about Iron Man 2? Is it Ivan Venko, a.k.a. Whiplash? <laughs> I need bird. He needs a bird, man. And he gets it, but also he gets mad and pissed off, I'd say, in that movie. Yeah, he does. He's mad and he's pissed off because he's never like, I'm really mad, but you can tell he's not happy. You know what? Can I, Can you pause for a moment? Please. He got freed from jail. Like, at the end of the day, he should have been pretty chill. Yeah, but uh, it was his, uh, he hated Tony Stark's dad. Well, he didn't like uh, Hammer I mean, he hated someone's dad. Yeah, he didn't like it. Man, what a jerk. You know, he was kind of rude. He was pretty rude. Well, and I think Hammer said, you know, you're a rude guy at one point. <laughs> I think he did, yeah. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> Call it like I see it. That's spot on. Hey, you know, Justin Hammer, that's that's the best villain the MCU's ever had. That's a cool guy. That's a good he meets, guy. He meets Elon Musk in that movie. <laughs> Wait, no, Tony does. Tony does, but Hammer, yeah. he's got all these gadgets. Yeah, like, hey, Tony, I have an idea for electric airplanes. <laughs> cool, man. We'll talk about it later. Later, Hef. <laughs> that's what I remember from the first one. Yeah. Hey, that wasn't even Hef. It was Stanley. Oh, I love Stanley. He's yeah. he's one of my favorite people on Twitter. He's always popping up. I haven't seen him in a movie in a while. Why? Are you <laughs> no, no, he's being lazy, dude. He's being lazy. <laughs> what as a tired, fun. tired. Well, his his credentials yeah, speak for themselves. Yeah, yeah true enough. No one does better cameos being an addled old man than him. No. So what hey, is the movie? Oh well, also, so you remember Ivan Vinkov, but also, don't you remember the beautiful Aunt May Parker? Sure, the, of course. The, the new one, the new hit. Oh. With Ivan Vankov and Aunt May in the same movie. But also, what if I told you Frank from 30 Rock is in this movie? And Miller and Necro Butcher. This is one of the funniest movies anybody's ever seen. It's called The Wrestler. Now, this is hilarious. 
he's a wrestler so you'd expect him to be a big glamorous guy right lots of money chicks fast cars hot babes never ends yeah the party never ends but guess what he's poor he lives in a van and he has to work cutting meat (laughs) it's hilarious it's so ridiculous That's 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 very funny because he used to do better. Yeah, 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 exactly. And guess what? He has a daughter that he's got a terrible relationship Mm -hmm. with. Yeah, that's that's. How hard is it to have a good relationship with a daughter? You're just like, hey, here's a little lollipop teddy bear. Yeah, off to your recital. Yeah, go play with a balloon. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's really ridiculous. I mean, it's just a farce. (laughs) <laughs> and then you know as we all know wrestling is just like uh it's a lark it's fun it's a silly thing mm-hmm. uh, but but this movie says hey what if what if wrestling it flips the idea of wrestling on its head and says what if there was kind of a darker side to wrestling and, not gonna be darker side to, to you know glitz and glamour no I, well i mean that's why it's ridiculous you know it's it's like saying oh what if a, a goose made a diamond poop <laughs> so so there's a dark side to this huh well i mean but that's why it's ridiculous because of yeah. course there's a real life dark side to wrestling no how happy marty Janetti is he's living well mm-hmm. no there's some other interesting things about this movie i mentioned necro butchers in it and he's one of the greatest guys ever mm. uh, however, todd barry's in it the wwe tw- yes he is the wwe 24 7 champion ron killings is in this movie now that's what's up. Yeah, that's a great song. Mm-hmm. And I would just like to give a special rest in peace, pillow promise shout out to Sweet and Sour Larry Sweeney, brother. Was he in the movie in the background? He was. Yeah, he was in the background. Yeah, I know. There's a few guys in the background of that movie there. So that's I'm glad Sweeney got in there. One of the greatest of all time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Larry Sweeney Hulk was. Hogan said he was offered the role of Randy the Ram Robinson. <laughs> sure, buddy. <laughs> Uh, you know, me and uh, the uh, the Ring of Honor show I went to with uh, Mitsuharu Misawa versus Kenta, yeah. Nicolas Cage was backstage there because he was planning to be Randy the Ram. And that photo of him and Mara Fuji is from the show I went to. And Whoa. I didn't know Nick Cage was there. You so, would have broken your way back in there. And not just that. So the Manhattan Center, this is some creep shit, but I know it and whatever. The Manhattan Center is only one exit in, one entrance one exit say you know same wins the same way out you wait long enough you're gonna see the stars yeah you know? and I, to, I did that once i saw jeff hardy that's pretty good man i did it i saw morishima shingo uh matt seidel jack evans oh, i saw kurt angle he waved at me nice i talked with jack evans it was nice it was very funny I love that guy. you know yeah. what i would say i say if there was only one jack in the world of entertainment make it jack evans <laughs> I mean, Jack's our friend, man. I warned you. You know, Jack's our friend, but I have to like almost agree with it, man. Yeah. Oh man, that's tough. I, I'm sorry, I've never, Jack. I've never seen Jack Allison do a shooting star press. No, no, I can't say that. I can't I'll say. Shit. He doesn't standing, but anyways, uh, yeah. that's the thing about uh, Jack Evans. He's talking shit the whole time he's doing movies. <laughs> he does. That's he's one of the greatest. Uh, yeah. You know, my favorite one of my favorite scenes in there was uh, the fireman thing uh, when that lady goes, "Fuck me like a fireman." Yeah, and he's and like, he uh, "Yeah, okay." <laughs> and, 
and he oversleeps and he doesn't see his daughter because he's hanging too much with our truth. So our truth might be the real villain in this. Yeah, well, I mean, that's how do you think our truth retained the twenty four seven championship throughout this movie? Oh, through a dubious, uh, okay, yeah, duplicity yeah. and deceptions. Oh, okay. Man. Oh, this is still a very funny movie, though. It's very, very funny. It's a, it's a good uh, movie. This is the movie where uh, he famously says, I'm just an old beat up piece of meat. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. And it's got the song where he says, Have you ever seen a one trick pony? You've seen me. And he says, I'm an old broken down piece of meat. Yeah. And I know you don't love me. I don't, and you don't deserve, you know, I don't deserve you to love me, but just give me a chance, you know? And he's got a jacket that's ta- that's uh he's got duct taped to, to seal up yeah, his jacket. He's a real bum in it. Broken down piece of meat. <laughs> you, you know who I trained Mickey Rourke to wrestle in this movie? Offa. Oh shit. You know who criticized it for being too depressing? Mick Foley. Jim Cornette. <laughs> really? Wow. A yeah, guy it's... Who's not depressing whatsoever. No. Really. Yeah. I know McFoley complained about it as well, but Jim Cornette saying, I, I guess there wasn't a scene for where where the Ram cucked him or some shit, so I guess he didn't like it. Wait, they say McFoley enjoyed it. He said, I was forgot I was looking at Mickey Rourke, the guy on the screen. Yeah, but he said it was a little too sad for his liking. Oh, yeah, he was like, I'd rather just go to Disneyland. I'm 60. Well, that's a funny movie, though. He goes, and he's yeah. not living a bad life either. He, you know, he, he's, uh, you know, he goes to that autograph signing and people like him. Uh, you know, he sees one of his friends with uh with some Gatorade at his an- on his ankles for some reason. Yeah, yellow yeah. Gatorade. Well, it's like some people keep the beer on their hats. Yeah, he keeps his, a bag of Gator, a yellow Gatorade in his ankles. You know, ready to suck it down whenever he wants to. I can get behind that. And yeah. now he goes to the he goes to the club. The club's called Cheeks in the movie Club Cheeks. Yeah. And uh, he goes there every week. Cheers. Uh yeah, this is a good. This is a funny, uplifting movie, and, and I love how it ends. Yeah, you know, it, yeah, a twist ending that can't be believed. You'll mm-hmm. never see it coming. You'll never see it coming. So that's optimistic, you know. Yeah. All right. And you'll never see it coming when your own end comes, fans. <laughs> <laughs> Much like Randy the Ram. Yeah, just keep on keeping on, you old broken down pieces of meat. <laughs> All right, so let's uh, let's get these questions underway. Let's try to yeah, keep yeah. it to a tight hour. Uh, it's late over here. Yeah, well, it's late everywhere. No, it's not late everywhere, but yeah. You know where it's not late? The beautiful Isle of Fiji, maybe. Really? I, I have no idea what time it is in Fiji. Let's find out. <laughs> what are you doing this? <laughs> Why are you hey, doing? Hey, if you're a Fiji listener, give us a, a listen. We don't have a Fiji listener. 2.39 p.m. That's, yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, what's up, Fiji? What's up, Fiji? They're in the middle of the work day. Yeah, they're just, they're really just uh, doing their thing. Friday in Fiji, that's weird. <laughs> that don't make a like a sec. Uh, all right. All right, so anyway, Franklin, what makes us? Mm, gosh, I, I, I wouldn't be able to answer that. Well, I'll answer it for you. The fans. Wow, do they? Well, it's arguable. <laughs> but uh, for the... Oh, I'm so sorry. For wow. the sake of this argument. Wow. I'm, a, I'm a crude, rude dude. Um, 
We'll say the fans make us. And they got a lot of questions. And check it out. We're like Staples, Circuit City, or something. We got answers. Radio Shack. Radio Shack. Got answers. So we're going to let Radio Shack take over from here on out. (laughs) All right. So, all right. Let's see. What's what's some of these questions we got here? Uh, All right. So... Ezreal, to live and die in an ace, is asking us, what makes an ideal aunt to an uncle? Wow. He's talking about the perfect partner, huh? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm thinking, you know, Marissa Tomei and the wrestler. Sure. You know, you got somebody, you know, she has stability in her life. She's got a good job, all right? Hangs around, has a good crowd, you know, hangs around cool people like the Ram, you know, that's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, what else makes an ideal aunt? Uh, she's got to be able to throw a perfect spiral. Mm-hmm. That's that's clutch. That is clutch. You know, or a Gatorade. You know, she wants. She always has a Gatorade by her ankles, like that guy in the wrestler did. That's pretty good too. No problems uh, there. She should be a beauty pageant contestant from Slovenia. Mm-hmm. No, basically, she should be Peg Bundy. Yeah. Absolutely. She should, she should just be Peg Bundy is the ideal woman. The ideal aunt is Peg Bundy. Peg yes. Bundy. <laughs> yeah. And, and you know what? If you're not married, according to Sleeves, no Peg Bundy. No, no pegging. No pegging before the uh, the wedding date. That's that's how it is. Uh, next question comes from Shampoodler. It says, this question is for Franklin, so you better step out here. Who are some of the people you are considering for new co-uncle after Howard is murdered by Alex Keller? Oh, wow. Ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, you got a Randy the Ram type figure there, except uh, more tragic, huh? Yeah, I'd say it's a hell of a lot more tragic. It's a tragic the fact that this boy could be going on living his life in peace and happiness, but instead he decided to pick up fight with a tornado. Oh, well, boy. let me tell you something. This is a category six Richter off the scales, and you're going to get shaken right to your boots, boy. So why don't you batten down the hatches because you're in for stormy weather. The surge is coming, and brother, you're going to get flooded out. Wow. That's uh, a six on the Andy Richter scale. That's yeah. something. A six on the Andy Richter scales at twenty on the scoreboard. <laughs> I think this man's really gonna really gonna hurt you. I think I saw him do an Alabama slam once. I really need to <clears throat> go through his matches. Alabama does, uneducated bozos. He did a really no, he did the best looking Harvard sp- man. He did one of the best looking spine busters I've ever seen. It was an Alabama slam, but it's that good that it was, I confused it. Like, dude, you're fucked. I'm so sorry. You know like, what? I got a yeah. movie he's never even heard of before, The Chop Drop. Sure. <laughs> the Chop Drop. That definitely will get him there. Mm-hmm. That definitely, yeah, well. I'm know. also going to hit him with the Garvin Stomps. <laughs> the Garvin Stomps. Well, that's an easy move to, to, to scout, though, because I just roll. Oh. I'd roll. Once you get that first stomp, you're stuck. <laughs> you're stuck? Yeah. Once you stomp that, that leg, yeah. he, he's, like, his oh, legs man, in pain. I can't go anywhere. And then you stomp the arm, his arm is in pain. Yeah. And you stomp the other one. Oh, man. Yeah. If you, away from the pain. if you can just Garvin stomp him for about 20 minutes, I think you're in a good, you could go for a tie limit draw. <laughs> man. You won't be able to pin him. 
if I can make a ver- uh, uh, what what's the game? Fire Pro get uh, a character, and the only move he has is the Garvin Stomp. <laughs> That's <laughs> pretty good. Was- the Garvin Stomp is where your opponent's laying on the ground, and first you stomp on his ankle, then you stomp on his wrist, then you stomp on his other wrist, then you stomp on his other ankle, and then you. But you're gonna keep going. Yeah, just keep going around in circles. <laughs> the only the only danger I'll be in is if I get dizzy. <laughs> that might be well. That might be where he gets you. That would be a cool uh, wrestler if all of his moves were that kind of move. He did the Garvin stomp, people's elbow, the worm, yeah, elbow to the ankle. <laughs> That's pretty good, actually. Elbow to the ankle. You're gonna elbow get bruised and battered. Somebody doing that shit to you, man. Yeah, yeah that's all right. Uh, to answer Shampoodler's question, though, because you know you are gonna get your ass beat, man. Sure. I, I don't know, man. I think Miguel Nunez Jr. might be my 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 answer right there. I feel, I feel, uh, you know, it might be tough to get him. I mean, his notifications on Twitter have to blow up. He gets so many likes and replies. Uh, yeah. It's definitely tough, you know. It's, you know what? I really like there's no way Miguel A. Nunez Jr. doesn't know who Numbnuts is. <laughs> See the thing is, and I had this discussion with Numbnuts. Does he look at his notifications or not? Because I don't think he does. Because Miguel A. Nunez Jr. does not respond to anybody. Like he's never responded to me. He's waiting for an old person to reply. As soon as he gets Stephen A. replies to him, man, he's gonna be. Oh, yeah. that's true. If you got a fa- if you got a, he's so he's looking through his blue check mark replies. Yeah, he needs to get some. Oh man, so maybe uh, man, who do I know that's a blue check mark? Who who can I get that's a blue check mark? We got McCray and uh. Yeah, we could get McCray to do it. Yeah, uh, we could get McCray to do it. Man, Mitch is in a blue check mark. Oh. No, Van oh. is in a blue check mark. How is Van out of blue check? Oh, you know, is that Jack? It's you know, Jack is just uh. It's telling people blue check marks are evil. Well, if blue check marks are evil, are, are you telling me? Well, let me check if Hakeem Olaj is Charles Barkley evil. He's probably a, on Twitter, I imagine. Is Stephen A. Smith evil? You know, Hakeem Olaj one is not on Twitter. Oh, well, he's hiding from George Morrison. <laughs> That's true. That is very true. I've been looking for his brother Elijah Wan for years now. <laughs> so Shampoodler, either a George Mirison or uh, or Miguel <laughs> Nunez Jr. <laughs> some some big time hoop guy though. Some big time, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Either Joanna Man or you know Joanna Man. People talk about oh you know fucking Space Jam so good, Space Jam so good. Joanna Man has more talent in that movie than Space Jam does. And you know who's got more talent than either of them? Uncle Drew. <laughs> That's true. Good uncle. Yeah. Friend of yeah. the show. Friend of the show. Hey, I you know, speaking of uh, friends of the show, you know who popped up on the timeline today? The general. <laughs> oh yeah? Yeah. I haven't seen him in years. You know, he's he, we haven't seen him in a couple seasons. No. Suddenly, uh, all of a sudden I was getting general ads, him and Shaq palling around like I was yeah. just somebody they used to know. Huh. Oh. You know who's also trending? The Dilbert creator, Scott Adams, that cuck. Oh, that bald son of a gun. He's like, you know what? I can't believe Trump, uh, he didn't denounce, uh, you know, the, the, so it's pathetic. So he's like, all Trump had to do was say he was against, you know, he lost my vote, but he can get it back if he says he doesn't like racism. 
like it's like the saddest attempt to be like, hey, well, hey, they- I'm not racist, but I'll believe him if he just lies. And then a lot of people were like, shut up, you're dumb. And he was like, no, I'm voting for Trump again because liberals <laughs> are mean to me. <laughs> I don't think he's gone that far yet, but he basically no, he said, oh, he did say that, really? Yeah, I saw something, unless it wasn't real. Oh, you never know was it? Was day. it? Was it like Jack Allison replying saying? I mean, he's definitely going to vote for Trump again. Yeah. Oh, okay. So t- he said today I learned that agreeing with Democrats and saying I won't vote for Trump makes them hate me and threaten me. So I will be voting for Trump. You're right. <laughs> what a baby! Why don't you just vote for who you want to and not worry about what other people? Think First off, he was always going to vote for Trump. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was trying to get a headline and he's trying to seem like the common sense kind of conservative. Uh, we know he's a cuck. He blocked the Undertaker for calling him a cuck when he called him a cuck a bunch of times. What a coward! Oh, he's you don't want Undertaker mad at McAfee and Evan Susser. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, what? Uh, oh, that's who so follows him. Yeah. No. John Nonetheless, Mick Cafe. John <laughs> Mick Cafe. All right. Well, next question here. It comes from Shania Voice. Mm-hmm. If you're running for president, which one of you would be president and which would be VP? Which party are you representing and what's your slogan? Well, I mean, you've already got presidential experience as the That's... president of Buzzcast. Mm-hmm. That is true. So I think, uh, you know, I think you're doing a great job. No. no. With you. I got to I got to I got to, you know, throw the curtain back. And I'm not saying this to you as Uncle Howard. I'm saying this to you as Uncle Schmendrick. I think you're doing a fantastic job. Oh, thank you. With that said, Hmm? I would be the greatest president of all time. You know what? I wouldn't stop you. I hate work so much. And a vice president, the only thing they have to do legally is break ties in the Senate. Legally, they have nothing else to do. Nothing else. And legal has meant less lately than it ever has before. Well, okay, sure. But just in general, they have nothing. They have no obligations to do. Dude, day one president. They they, they always tell you, know, oh, the president is going to get this past Congress. But apparently you can just do these executive orders. Is that right? And you can just do whatever you want. Just say, oh, executive order. Now this is the law. I would say executive order, president, vice president, they each get. Seven hundred and fifty billion dollars, and then that's the, a good order, right there. Yeah, be the president and vice president uh, get to not work ever again. So, so think about this: What would you do if you really, if you really got like money, enough money to not work? Not crazy yeah. money, but enough money to not work for the rest of your life, essentially. Uh, yeah, man, I think we just end up. De- I would end up depressed at some point, you know. Oh, I, you know, I think I would keep busy. I think I would find work for myself. Oh, really? Yeah. I think what I would do is if I had a just jillion dollars, I'd say, Hey, are you guys studying, you know, coral fishes? Well, here's $10 million to do it with one caveat. I get to go along with you guys. Oh, so you'd find work. That's nice. I'd be, I'd be, um, uh, uh, basically the lawyer in Jurassic park, except not useful like a lawyer is i guess i'd be the old guy who lives all right so shania voice is asking us what's our slogan um, uh which party first off i don't like any of those parties but also how dare republicans and democrats have the nerve to say they're a party yeah. i don't see any any punch any cotton candy 
Any cold ones? Last I checked, Party Rock is in the house tonight. <laughs> you know, what kind of party doesn't, you know, they have the nerve. Imagine, oh, you're, you've been invited by the Republican Party and, and to attend an event, you know, like, this isn't a party. I bet those Republicans party so hard, though, dude. Didn't you, you see that? Dean Kane is, is out partying. Oh, yeah. Like, he's, that guy, he had a zipper down, man. What a character. <laughs> and then he had some dude fuck his wife. Yeah, well, and then he barked at that dude for saying, don't talk about fucking other women in front of my wife. God yeah, damn it. Yeah, that's disrespectful. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't disrespect my wife like that. You know, when you fuck her, you're only talking about fucking her. She doesn't want to hear about who else you're fucking, god damn it. <laughs> You cuck my wife who's already cucking me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I guess he would have first-hand experience of knowing how that feels. Man, that guy guy got like triple cucked. Yeah, yeah, man. That's rough, man. man, That kind of reminds me of uh, the famous saying Monique had on Charm School. Sometimes when you do clownery, the clown comes back to bite you. Sometimes (laughs) when you do cuckery, the cuck comes back. Back to bite you. Yeah, yeah. She uh she figured out how it feels to be cucked. That's rough, yeah. you know. Yeah, Monique invented <laughs> cucking. <laughs> Mo- Monique's Monique's an icon, really. Yeah, we've we been very vocally pro-Monique on the show, I think. And, and as I said before, it's amazing that uh there's uh Hollywood sex perverts that uh still get work and Monique could not because she didn't think I don't think she thanked Lee Daniels or some bullshit. I don't recall. I don't remember the exact did she, thing. Did she win the Oscar? She, she won an Oscar and she didn't yeah. thank somebody in their speech. And they were like, you're done. Oh, yeah. Shame. That's insane. That's yeah, insane. A woman could never succeed without the help of a man. You know what? Let's get hashtag bring back Monique going, everybody. We got to get back Monique. Yeah, we got to get her back here. She's a legitimate, amazing talent. Such a good actress. She's very funny. She can do it all. Monique's back 2020. Let's 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 salvage this year. Let's get Monique's career back on track, everybody. Yeah, this is not an Alexis Bledel. She won an Oscar. Yeah. Damn Alexis, Alexis Bledel Twitter. Oh, no, Alexis Bledel Twitter is gonna come after us now, though. Hey, you know, I got I got respect for Alexis Bledel, man. I watched a few episodes of Gilmore Girls until I could never see it again for the rest <laughs> of my life. I mean, I, I have respect for anybody who's hot. I mean, let me let me make that clear. Like, like yeah, I mean, yeah. you, know, you know, she she will not date me now if she hears this, though. Then there's only one thing to do: make sure she never hears. Oh this. wait, she's married, but that doesn't make sense. No, but she doesn't know you. you know, what the hell? She's married to what the fuck? The guy from Mad Men, and and in Ooh, time, the father of. Uh, of what of what's her face and in time Amanda Seyfried? Oh, yes, the yeah. father Vincent uh Carthus uh, Vincent Catheter here. Uh yeah. Wow. But big that, mistake. What the fuck? But that guy's Franklin, balding. Franklin, I'm beginning to worry. I think you might need some help to find lucky number seven. I, I might need some help here, but how do you find well, love in a hopeless place? Well, you can go to one of the smoothest operators there's ever been. A guy who can take on the baddest hombres in WWE ring, or some of the uh, smoothest lined ladies inside a casting couch. Franklin, we got to get you in touch with Gangrel. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Should we call his wrestling academy? Yeah, let's let's, let's do a classic uncle uncle uh, phone call. God, somebody was just, yo. Their number is available though. All, All right. right, it closes informant. Can you call? I'm afraid. You're afraid. Okay, I'm call. afraid. Can I give you the number? Yeah. Uh, sure. Okay. <laughs> well, the number. I mean, gang girls. God. Okay. All right. All right. And I posted it. <laughs> Gangrel's Wrestling Asylum. Tell him well, you got a hot cool. new prospect. <laughs> that you want needs. To... I want training not only as a wrestler, but as a as a as a poon hound. All right. All right. That's the terms I'll use. Can you hear this? I hear it, baby. This is good radio. This is fantastic radio. I hope they go home early. They're closing. Hey, is this a Gangrel's Wrestling Academy Asylum? Yes, it is. Well, good afternoon to you, sir. I'm here in Fiji. I don't know what time it is there in Florida. I've got a little uncle named Franklin. He's a mean hombre. He stands about five foot nine. Got a got muscles where it counts and pale where it don't. He's uh he's looking to become not just a superstar, he can take it all the way to WrestleMania. He's looking to be a Brass Fest uh, number 1 legion guy. You think you can help him out? Okay, first of all, it's 11 o'clock at night yes, over sir. here, so you got me a little lost. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> so, what are you looking to do? You need some you want somebody to Oh, yeah. You know what? I did. But I, I, you know what, sir? You sound like you're a little exhausted. I'll call you on a later date. We'll uh, we'll hash it out. Business time. My name is Nick Weiger, by the way. You can find me on Twitter at Nick Weiger. Bye-bye. God. <laughs> you're, you're good at this, man. You're good at this. I get nervous, man. I feel bad I woke Gangrel up. It wasn't Gangrel, was it? Yeah, I don't think it might have been. Of course, this man in the phone for Gangrel's Wrestling <laughs> Asylum at 11 p.m. Well, first off, it's 10 p.m. Full time employees, it's like intern. Google, hey, says Google says their hours are 3 p.m. to 11. You called at 10:57, so fuck them. You have nothing to be ashamed of. Well, but he's a he, Gangrel's a creature of the night, so he's <laughs> so ready. Wake it up. Yeah. Yeah, he should be fine. God, he should. He's, he hasn't had his cup of cup of his big chalice of blood yet. No, I guess not. God, well, that may have been Gangrel. I'm pretty sure it was. I, th- I think it was. I think we have. Dude, can we advertise that we have Gangrel on our show today? This is that's a ever had Gangrel on the show? They have not had Gangrel on their show. They have not had Gangrel on their show. Uh, first off, Gangrel, if you're listening to this, I, I am willing to train. You know, uh, you know, at, at the at the very spry age I am in uh in mid thirties here, uh, I am willing to train to be one of the finest grapplers in that ring. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, if you don't get in that ring to win, don't get in the ring. Period. And I, I and I am the founder of the uh, the innovative Garvin Stomp variation. Uh, I I don't believe in in uh, all that high flying. I think I'd do great as a wrestler. Yeah. What would be your variation of the Garvin Stomp? You do a a punch. I do a fist drop. A yeah. Fist drop, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I do a Mari Gennetti style fist drop. So you have my fist coming down from six feet, propelling down on you on pure bone here. You know. <laughs> 
every single dual tag team move nowadays, it's like, you know, I grab them and then you run and do a drop kick to their face. I want to see some more grabbing them and then a big just butt bomb. <laughs> a big old butt bomb, huh? Yeah. Uh, so I just posted a photo there in the chat of uh, Gangrel's. Uh... Whoa, his truck. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's gotta be him who else is answering the phone number posted on gangrel's truck (laughs) (laughs) Uh, anyways here so what would be our slogan for president (laughs) (laughs) is that still what we're on that's what we're still on here all right um i guess we'd say uh hey you want to get good at wrestling or, or also maybe learning how to meet a lady? Check out Gang Girls Wrestling Asylum. <laughs> That's our slogan, baby. All the right. Google street image of Gang Girls Wrestling Asylum. <laughs> bushes. <laughs> the Google street image is, is just, a, just a bunch of bushes and weeds. <laughs> the other thing is scroll below. It's it's just a shittier. I mean, I mean, it's a normal warehouse. I mean, like, look, this is wrestling. You don't need a fucking dolled up academy. So I I, yeah. I, I will take that back. There, you don't need a dolled up academy. Yeah, I guess no this is that's what's across the street there. Um, so I'm not gang Gangrel's a legit legend. We do love him. I don't want yeah, him to. No, I we're not making fun of Gangrel at all. I in fact, I've told the story before. I went to a wrestling show when I was a young youngin. And uh, Luna Vachon and Gangrel were the headliners. I'm always waiting in line to get a picture. The announcer said, oh, intermission's over. And Gangrel and Luna were like, no, this guy still needs a picture. I love that story. That was really nice of Gangrel to be like this guy. That's a gentleman. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But he's also spooky. He is a little spooky. month of Halloween. We should really be giving some more of a shout out to Gangrel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, spooky. Well, we did. Yeah. All right. So you want to get the next one here? Sure thing, my brother. All right. This is a question from uh, um, Pepsi Boys. They say Pepsi Boys coming out on a on Buzznet tank soon. Buzz so, tank, think, yeah. Sure, sure, Mister President. Uh, do you think <laughs> we can work together and get Dr Pepper Ten back in production? No, because it's never been. There's never been a worse time to be a man in society than. <laughs> I disagree. I would gladly work with them to get Dr Pepper Ten. I mean, maybe we need to shift here. Maybe we need to remind uh, guys how to be guys, huh? Yeah. Hey, you know something about guys? We just do what we like, and we like what we do. <laughs> All right. Uh, I can buy a Gangrel's Wrestling Asylum hat off Amazon. Stop. <laughs> All right, so J.R. Alamode is asking us, what question have you been waiting to be asked? Don't say this. Okay, sorry. Hmm. Sorry. He wanted us to not say the question. Okay, well, no, no, no. I, I, I messed up there. Uh, Zach Carls Jr., J underscore Kendall is asking us, after last week, do you expect – to take home best guest spot in this year's Blue Ribbon Podcast Awards. I only listened to three podcasts, so unsure how stiff the competition is looking. So maybe he's asking you about your virtual pros, uh, I would have to imagine. I guess I didn't do good since apparently I was rustling around like a jerk. So No, that was one moment there. I'm not trying to kill you. I don't know if I would win. You know what? There's been a lot of great guest appearances on podcasts this, uh, this year. There's been a... Uncle Howard on USA Talk. 
there was Uncle Howard, I think, on some Dune Boys stuff that's come out this year. Um, I, I've heard the rumor that Uncle Howard might just be returning to a certain podcast that had Wheatus on it recently. You already promoted that. Yeah, but I'm going to keep promoting it because I'm so proud, brother. Man, I'm strutting my stuff like a damn peacock. Yeah, yeah, you're I'm very peacock, proud. And I'm opening sets. What can I say? You're opening sets, IOIs, those indicators of interest. Uh, and you're dropping, a, number and you're dropping, you're dropping some negs. You know it, brother. You're dropping negs over Baghdad. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Don't so, pull that thing unless you plan to bang. <laughs> Theo Redinger's asking us, since you two are a couple Florida hombres, what's the warmest slash heaviest article of clothing you wear often? So this just reminds me that now that I have to go back to work physically, I have to wear pants again. I've been wearing a dress shirt. I've been wearing a dress shirt for, for uh, Zoom meetings and mm -hmm. basketball shorts. So I have met people halfway. That's class. That is class to be wearing Miami Heat basketball shorts and not have a soul no, but... No, I don't know, man. I guess, I don't know. I guess khakis are the fucking thickest thing I own now. Let's see. That I wear regularly? Um, well, I wear this old burlap robe. <laughs> God. Like, Good you know, God. I've been trying to catch these little, people say blue lives matter, but there's all these little blue guys running around lately, and I want to catch them, cook them, and eat them. Me and my there cat. you go. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, a dress shirt and basic ass pants, dude, man. Like, I don't, I mean, uh, they're, they're trying to kill Island Franklin right now. Uh, they can never kill Island Franklin. No, no, they can't. They can't. But it's just, uh, it, this question really reminded me of how, you know, things are going to change now. Things are going to change and I'm going back to work. And uh, what they said. It's crazy because everyone, you know, we went into this quarantine thing and everyone was like, oh, I don't know about this quarantine stuff. And then everyone said, hey, I kind of like it better. And then they I kind of oh, like it a little bit still. Yeah. yeah. Some parts. They said, now you get the worst parts of the quarantine and the worst parts of the real world. Yeah, that's essentially what we've gotten now. You're going back to work. Yeah, it's probably still not wise to, to be having large social gatherings. But think, but now options are open. So more people are going to get infected. And uh, a lot of people are just going to be real passive and think it's over because it's been Lord knows how long. Anyways. Oh, good times. Good times, man. Not depressing at all. Uh, so the Mystery Man 69 is asking us, will you commit your, your massive financial empire to finding the treasure at Oak Island? Oh, the villainous treasure of Oak Island. You can dig forever, but you can never find it. <laughs> what the fuck is the curse of Oak Island? Well, my brother, I'm glad you asked because I'm going to answer. They found this well or something. And for some reason, some people decided there's treasure in the bottom of it because it's, you know, a human built it or so it seems. So they dig down. But whenever they dig a certain level, it just floods in because they dug too deep and they're can we ever find the treasure? But there is no treasure. Wow. Well, I don't know anything about Oak Island, but um, I know about O Island. I mean, look, I, I know all about the islands. I know all about the islands, but I don't. I don't mess with any dark-sided stuff here. Skull Island. I never been there. Well, I went once. 
I did not like it at all, my friend. Oh, that's a great movie. Yeah, I left my friend John C. Riley there. I couldn't I couldn't deal with his <laughs> ass anymore. You know, I was thinking of a story today where uh, Fringa uh, once told me that her brother was walking around a neighborhood in Oakland, and uh, this story is, by the way, debatably true. Mm. Uh, a Donald Foyle, former Golden State Warrior, was having a barbecue and said, "Hey, come in here." And then he was hanging out with him, and O'Donnell Foyle said to him, "This is how we do on the islands." <laughs> that, that sounds like a story a white person makes up. <laughs> but what a good made-up story! That's a good old made-up story for sure. <laughs> it's one of the sure. best lies. This I've is ever how we do it on the island. Oh, you know, you know, uh, <laughs> like, hey, come here. <laughs> give him some benefit of the doubt there you know what it, it's not completely impossible except no. i think the foil was adopted by like people in new jersey when he was like <laughs> so he is island born but i don't know that he has a lot of island uh up yeah necessarily so this next question specifically for me because you don't want watch halt <laughs> and catch fire so uh, at stepfathers is that it's on netflix uh, oh at God. stepfathers is asking me Fuck Mary Kill, Gordon Clark, John Bosworth, or Joe McMillan. Now, I, I'm not going to spend too much time on this here. Uh, the world needs visionaries, so Joe McMillan will have to. I'll have to. Uh, I'd have to marry him. John Bosworth's a big talking Texan, so God, we don't we don't need many of those. Well, I can't marry. Okay, no, I'd marry Joe. I'd have to, I'd have to kill Gordon because we don't need live a uh, live in a world of nerds, and I'd have to marry. Ugh, I don't know, man. Moving on. I'm sorry. There's not a lot of halt and catch fire fans, so I can't I can't continue on in this, Casey. I really can't. I'm sorry. That's weird. It's such a common cultural touch point. Look, it's a it's it's a show. Look, it's not like a Breaking Bad thing, which you don't know about, but you should. But it's still a show that's pretty pretty solid show. It's oh, very white. Never watch Breaking Bad. You'll watch every episode of NCIS, though. Yeah, hey, that Abby. Uh, here's a question from Henry Party Cockroach. Taste or texture? I thought a lot about this. Yeah. I thought a lot about this. What do you have to say? I honestly think I'm a texture man more than anything else. I thought a lot about that, and I thought texture is so important. You know, it's like why we like tomato sauce and a lot of things incorporated tomatoes but tomatoes themselves yeah i hate the texture i hate yeah. the texture of pickles love cucumbers yeah. you know but i hate pickles so or texture like, is big texture of rice even though it doesn't taste like anything at all but it just feels good in my mouth right so texture is big you know obviously taste matters you can't just say taste doesn't matter you know but that texture is just it's just a difficult thing to adjust and don't get me wrong sometimes the texture something seems normal and, it, and it's a sucker punch harpo was telling me uh somebody used like cream of mushroom soup and uh biscuits and said oh who wants biscuits and gravy but the Ugh. gravy was cream of mushroom <laughs> and then he almost vomited because he isn't expecting that you know it's bad when, even if you like a food when you're not expecting to ha to eat something you know yeah. it oh. throws you off you know i read i an article about taste uh and they said that if you drink a, a diet pepsi but you're not told as diet pepsi they say it's sprite or something you'll just think oh that's sprite right a lot, of, 
a lot of taste is the way your brain decides what it is. You ever picked up a, yeah, a, yeah, a beer and thought you're drinking a Coke or vice versa? Boy, that's a shock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. Yeah. So, so you know what? I guess we're both a couple of texture boys, huh? Yeah. Hey, man. It better feel good in my mouth. Oh yeah. I, I want. Yeah. I, I need something. You know, it feels good in my mouth. Yeah. All right. I think that's all of them, right? Did I miss any? Um. Let's see. I don't. Uh, no I two questions. No two questions. No two questions. You can't double up here. Okay. Yeah. Then no. Then yeah. we didn't miss anything. We didn't miss any. People don't hey. like ask questions of us anymore. I guess we answered all of them. Yeah. Hey, this ain't a black and mild dog. Yeah. That's a disrespect to your tobacco. Andrew. <laughs> That's a joke for nobody. Uh, anyways, uh, no, we've reached uh, over an hour here, Uncle Howard. Is there anything yeah. you? Uh, I mean, is there any 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 future plans? Anything on the horizon here? That uh, well, I've been just about thinking about. I might just learn to do a kickflip, and if I, I might document that journey. I would um, love to see your progress as a skateboarder. Um, there's a there's a new thing on our Patreon. Uh, did a little bit of a I saw that yes what it would get tell me more I had, I had Henry in there I had Chris Murphy I had Alex Ferrer there was Max Mayer for a minute Dickie Killjoy of the Mighty Mighty Dune Boys was there oh it was ridiculous you there had a real golf. party there there was golf there were gremlins there was a golf ball that pooped that will happen I think yeah. when you throw up when you throw a party and cast a wide enough net and that mm -hmm. can be heard exclusively on our Patreon as well as your spiritual journey. Yes. With a special appearance by Coco Pelli. So yeah. and a coyote. And a coyote, yeah, the wild coyote. And you found. I won't spoil anything though. I won't yeah. say what you found. Yeah. No. Fantastic stuff here. So yeah, I guess, I guess that's it. Oh, we got. We got yeah. All right. There's nothing. Also, I got uh, the fact that at a. The next possible bug con, I will both be having a wrestling match. We will be playing a game of horse. God, uh, that's not going to end well. Uh, we're going to have a dunk tank for Jack Allison. You and the dunk tank, man. You and the dunk tank. Mm -hmm. You and so the Rome will be performing. What are you doing to get the dunk tank? Well, first besides, have... besides going in Van's mentions, what have you been doing to get a dunk tank? I believe I inquired of the Marriott if it would be possible. <laughs> you inquired, you, you added the Marriott as well. You, you got yeah. in their mentions, and they said no. And then they said maybe you could do it in the uh, Fry's parking lot across the street. <laughs> or you know, there's an empty-ish parking garage right across the street of that Marriott. So I'm, I'm with it. I mean, it. first of all, a dunking tank doesn't have to be a big thing. It could just be we throw balls at something. If you hit it, we just don't no. You have deprived people of that automatic motion, of that Rube Goldberg-type situation. No, yeah. no, 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 no. You don't get to just say a dunk tank is you sitting in a, in a big container filled with water because somebody hit a bullseye. Yeah, this is not – no, 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 no. This is not Uncle Howard in a swimsuit going inside a big bucket or a big fucking trash barrel filled with water because – no, 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 no. A dunk tank has to be legit, man. You're right. There has to be a window so you can see the people underwater. You know, maybe I could advertise Gangrel's Wrestling Asylum. You think he'd like that? I have the number there. They posted yeah. on their truck. 
And they're posting yeah. it in the truck. They have to be fine with us posting it on our fucking podcast. So you know what? I honestly might buy a Gang Girls Wrestling Asylum hat. That's hey. You know what? We're meeting them halfway here. You know. I think, I think he deserves it. I prank called him at 11 p.m. <laughs> yeah, you called him during business hours. That's true. He should be ready. And you know what? That's kind of has. It kind of has to be him now. The more that I think about it, because he does live in that area. He's not gonna hire a fucking assistant. This is a wrestling school. Wrestling schools don't have a person working the phones, like you said. Yeah, that's the video. I can't give Gangrel's number out, but he has it on his you truck. Can... He drives it around. I'll give out the number. All right. They sell a uh, breast cancer tank top. Uh, they say all proceeds go to the American Cancer Society. Is he telling the truth? Maybe. <laughs> I'd rather right. he isn't, but. If you want to sign I mean, up for Gangrel's Wrestling Asylum, call 954-505-3201. Um, you can yeah. buy face masks of the Gangrel Wrestling Asylum. That's cool. That's pretty cool. They have shirts spelled incorrectly on their webpage. It says Schritz. Okay. <laughs> no? Man. That's a cool guy, man. Hey, man. Gangrel's Wrestling Asylum. Uh, I think Is that what I should title this episode? I think so. Hey, you can get tickets to Gangrel Wrestling Asylum Presents High Stakes Deuces Wild December 12th. Deuces Wild. Nice. Gangrel wants to play 21, huh? Yeah. All right. Well, well the uncle's 22. Might just show up. <laughs> well, if Gangrel wants to play 21, the uncles have 22. And that's all I got to say. Got blackjack? I got two of those, too. We do, too. Uh, you want to do a send-off? God bless. No. Um, hey, you know what? Actually, I do want to do a send-off. Sure. I want to say something very clearly to that piece of garbage. No. Donald J. Trump. Oh, that's fine. Donald J. Trump, you think you're such a cool guy living there in Cleveland, Ohio, with your dyed blue hair, wrestling and AW deathmatch <laughs> stuff going. <laughs> that's not swoggle well let me tell you something here you you damn bo derrick you think you're a 10 well as far as i'm concerned the only number that counts is three one two three because that would pinch you in the middle of the ring alex keller <laughs> you lied to me I, you piece of screw, shit my brother god damn it all right well i gotta upload this i have no editing to do thank god he didn't say anything stupid that stupid this episode everybody uh sign up for gangrel's wrestling asylum or check out their shows you know they have a website i'm sure you know I mean, it's, on, it's on the patreon. truck yeah go to our patreon as well uncle Man, did he, uncle. he put his whole address for the wrestling academy on the truck like you're gonna stop in the middle of the road and write that shit down dude? hey did you know you called me my number that's available everywhere <laughs> He can't be pissed about that, <laughs> There's a man. donation section on his webpage. <laughs> I mean, that's fine. I get it, whatever. But yeah, he can't be pissed at you. Away for free. Hey, that's can really we, cool, man. Can we, we can't, I don't think we can mention this is a gang girl. I mean, he, I don't think we're legally allowed to air a call that we had like that. Yeah, we are. No, we're not. We don't tell him he's being recorded. That's like, the, like a law, I think. I don't know. Oh, well, then we're going to get sued by a million other people that we've called. Oh, okay, yeah. Who else have we called besides listen, the Golden listen Nugget? Up. 
Uh, we never said that's Gangrel that we spoke to. We think it's him, but I don't. I doubt it. <laughs> we suspect. We suspect it's Gangrel. And either way, if it's Gangrel or if it's not, first of all, if you want to learn to wrestle, learn from one of the best wrestlers of all time. Goddamn Gangrel, man! He did that Impaler. That was a sick move. His elbow True. drops were so good. He had a, he had a great character. He's just a great wrestler. A cool guy. Like we legitimately really back Gangrel. So first of all, Gangrel, don't be mad at us for getting a little, for having a few drinks and calling you and putting yeah. you on our podcast. We've given you a lot of. This is wait, we got triple digits. Listen, yeah. listen here, motherfucker. We got triple digit <laughs> listeners. All right, yeah, listen here, so, <laughs> you got listen here. You're in Dania Beach. I'm in North Miami Beach. You fucking cuck. You don't want to piss me off. Oh, that's not smart. <laughs> hey, well, Gangrel, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs>